You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. the fucking phone and i'll quit calling you every goddamn day (laughs) (laughs) and on that note welcome to this week's edition of the couch potatoes i'm alex (laughs) this is camp morrison and we're diving back into always sunny in philadelphia doing a retrospective on all the seasons up to this point because they're still making new seasons of this right I think they yep. got renewed. Yep, they're, they're going still, to still ongoing. Probably, is, I think we mentioned in the last episode, the longest running series, probably right. Yep. Yep. yep, it'll be if it goes through fifteen and gets the sixteenth, it'll be the longest running sitcom. Wow, holy shit! Just a bunch about a piece of shit, uh, fucking characters from Philadelphia. Well, like, you know, we, you know, we talk about this as a regular show, but like, there's another show doing the same thing called Shameless. Yeah, it's about just these terrible people. It's more of a drama, though. It, it can be, but it's also a comedy. But, but if they are, it does live up to its name of Shameless. Because they're about to wrap up, I think. Though, aren't they on their uh, last season or something it, like that? I remember seeing ads for time. it. Yeah, I never watched an episode, but you I had can friends only fuck that... on TV for so long before you can't say it's porn. It's <laughs> <laughs> so on HBO. Was it at Showtime? Showtime. So yeah, you can get away with low a lot budget, of shit on uh, Showtime. Yeah. <laughs> We can show a little nudity on Showtime. Not no, they, they can show people fucking on Showtime. Oh, <laughs> this the story's not as good. <laughs> yeah, exa- I didn't oh, okay. get Showtime. I, I, I got HBO. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, Shameless ran for eleven seasons, uh, January 9th, uh, twenty eleven to April eleventh, twenty eleven. I mean, uh, 2021, sorry. Yeah. yeah. There was too many fucking ones right beside each other, and my <laughs> half-assed dyslexia kicked in. I'm like, bah, 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 bah. But yeah, yeah that's so January 9th, 2011, to April 11th, 2021. And But like, you got to think about it, too. When that show started, there was like eight-year-old kids on that show who are now adults. Yeah. Who literally are fucking on TV. <laughs> and uh, the only main star from um, uh, Shameless that I really kind of paid attention to after the fact uh, that really got anything that... Aside from uh, William H. Macy, which yeah. he was in stuff already. Yeah. But uh, Cameron uh, Monaghan. Yeah, however the fuck you fucking say his name. Uh, he was in a handful of things, and I liked his role as not Joker mm-hmm. in Gotham. Yeah. Oh, he, he, he's oh, a very... Yeah, yeah he, he, his um, dynamic is very... What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a very good actor. But he's actually like... I guess you could say him... He's a very progressive gay character on that show. Yeah, because uh, like, like a couple- lot of people like, like I know people who watch shows like The Sopranos and stuff like that, and you see that, and you're like, okay, but then when you start seeing a gay person like that, you're like, wow, that you've never seen that before, right? And like my parents watched that show, and I was like, I thought I'd never see my dad watch a gay guy <laughs> on TV kind of, before. It's kind of like uh, True Blood too. With uh, what's that's the uh, black porn. dude? That's that is porn. That is porn. <laughs> that but is the, people like the, uh, fucking. What, what was the big? Uh, was the big gay dude that worked in the kitchen that was hilarious? Oh yeah, uh, the one who died. Yeah. 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 The black guy. He's that, hilarious. He was like the best character on that show. Yeah. Talking about fucking on TV before it's just called porn. Uh, actually from the same fucking network nip tuck oh my that god was another one that was basically that fucking porn that is, with that that is trash soap opera dude oh, i love trash soap opera it was, I, yeah it was so fun to watch I remember the days of our blades <laughs> yes 
<laughs> I remember clicking through Young in the um, <laughs> those high cable uh, direct TV channels late mm-hmm. at night one time. I was clicking through. I was going through my usual thing of checking G4 and Fuse and shit like oh, that. Oh, you were on the bottom of the guide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Working your way up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you had to go through like C-SPAN 1 and 2 <laughs> to get to G4. Yeah. I remember they hid that motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm like checking Fuse, G4 because it's like, well... I was a bored kid. I would literally click through every fucking channel just yeah. to see what there was. That's how I found the Nicktoons channel and shit yeah. like that. So it's like, you know, I'm checking my usuals. It's pants off, dance off on. No. <laughs> you know, shit like that. And then, shit. I, and then I made it back down to the normie channels down to FX because FX was kind of like middle tier yeah. normie. Yeah, because uh, if I remember correctly, it was all the music on the bottom. Yep. Uh, little kids shows mm-hmm. like Nick and, and Comics, uh-huh. or the Cartoon Network, the Disney Channel. Because you reach yep. like the 300s. That was yeah, like Nick. Once you get all the way up there, you go, you're go. blowing past reality TV, mm-hmm. History Channel, mm-hmm. then Lifetime and the Ovary Network. Yeah. And the <laughs> Ovary Network. <laughs> and then it was, uh, if I remember correctly, the lineup was Comedy Central, FX, yes. TBS, yep. TNT, uh-huh. Sci-Fi, USA. USA and then yep. like, ESPN, the Ocho. Yep. yep. <laughs> a lot more racing from Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I made it back through there and I just wound up landing on FX and I will never forget it. I, of course, don't know what episode it was, but it it showed uh, this guy and a girl walking into like those yeah. kind of nightclubs. <laughs> yeah, so he says, like, you yeah. already know, you've already got the mental image. Yeah. They're walking into one of those nightclubs and the girl takes a seat winds up like saying something inaudibly to the girl next to her and then she like disappears under the table and you see her leg spread and I'm like well goddamn <laughs> so this is this is right above Comedy Central yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> this is only at like 11 o'clock at night John Stewart's just telling you about the news yeah. yeah click up two channels you get a girl getting eaten out by another one in the bar it's like okay cool alright that, that was actually a really fucked up show because all the all their like real cases were taken for real stuff yeah like uh, the fat lady who died stuck to her couch and they had to cut yeah. a hole in the wall yeah I never wound up watching a, a lot of the episodes episode. but um, but I wound up watching like a YouTube retrospective on it a few a few years ago yeah, where they wild. talked about like the comparisons and, like, of the real life and the people they had shit. on the show were so massive oh yeah like just guest stars and they made this one dude this Hispanic guy and Peter Dinklage got a star Peter on that Dinklage show. Is there. Yeah, uh, he was on that show, and uh, this Hispanic guy—he had this badass Satan tattoo on his chest and abs, and he was this cartel guy, of course. I think, but I remember he was this. a recurring character, and he was the scariest motherfucker on that show because he would show up and be like, "Cut our tits open! I got hair to win in there." Yeah, and it's just like, "Oh shit, he's yeah. a real motherfucker!" And then they fed him to gators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That shit got crazy. Woo, like FX, Everglade. <laughs> yeah, FX are like always like would push those buttons or oh, like you yeah. know kind of like just kind of like cross you know the line just a little bit oh, yeah, for like network when television. Me first came out, everyone like there's a lot of strong critics. Like how could you like, exploit firefighters from New York? You mm-hmm. know, motherfucker, they're telling stories of firefighters. Yeah, mm-hmm. any, anyone that looked at that show and thought it was exploita- exploitative of yeah. firefighters really wasn't paying like, attention to the yeah, story. Yeah, because they're not watch- same with any other show. Yeah, yeah, it's about like this. We're, we're uh, always sunny. Where it's kind of not exploitative. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's a very good comparison to be drawn there, Cab, uh, which is a good lead. And thanks for it because it's like within the first season, it's almost like we hit the seven deadly sins type yeah. shit. Um, but it's, of course, shown in a way where, oddly enough, even though they always win, we as an audience are looking at the win like a... Like a loss. Eh, like they still like, suck. Yeah, it's like, even though they got away with it, like... There's a lot of blood on the they Golden got away with. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they found on the Yellow Brick Road, there's a lot of blood. Oh, yeah. Spilled beer and <laughs> destroyed <laughs> lives. It's a trash warmed by... F- 
It's a, it's a trash bar warned about trash fire. Yes. <laughs> he's a trash man. We're speaking of kicking off season two, episode one. We finally get the last piece of the main puzzle for the gang. Yeah. It's fully introduced. Frank Danny DeVito is officially part of the cast now, uh, in which uh, he winds up scaring Dennis, who accidentally runs over Charlie with his car. Yeah. And then yep. uh, Charlie winds up trying to get uh, attention from strippers by being in a wheelchair. And mm-hmm. the gang decides to fake disabilities. Everyone does to try to get attention. But <laughs> capable yes so it's when they it's when uh, mac and dennis go into the mall with wheelchairs and they're uh-huh. trying to meet girls and, and shit like that and using her like uh, crutch the back braces and all yeah. that yeah, she's still working her back brace yep. yep the best part of that is when she's like on her crutches and everything and she's like talking to a guy and the guy's like oh you're so brave but then they see mac and uh, dennis like fighting each other they're like get out of their wheelchairs and start <laughs> fighting each other <laughs> And then Dee's just idiots. like fucking losers and just fi- wobbles her uh, yeah. away <laughs> with the fucking crutches. Meanwhile, Charlie's hanging out with Danny DeVito the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's what I love about it is they go to the strip club and, mm-hmm. and Frank's trying to act all crippled as shit and just to get extra like lap dances and crap. And I'm just like, this is like he the, the funny thing about Danny DeVito being part of this crew is he never really struck me as one of those silly type actors before. Oh, I didn't. Really? I, I grew up watching him from like, like uh, Junior and Twins. and. Well, I, I, grew, I watched him in TV. Right. So he'd show up as Ray Perlman's real husband from Cheers. And Cheers. And he who, had, was her, who was her real husband. Yep. Uh, he was always the goofy, like, stepdad to Matilda. But, but not almost. Like, he, seems, he's, he always seemed like goofy, but a con man kind of goofy. You yeah. Know, like, he's a businessman, but he's a piece of shit. Like, but, but, <laughs> but Frank Reynolds is, he's not really crazy or goofy he's more just like maniacal yeah and, oh he's and, a businessman yeah yeah and and that's i guess the the side of it i didn't really see like from danny devito before that i found interesting in this role that like he was almost just a bit more sinister and cunning throughout this whole series he and uh, charlie bounce off of each other really well oh, yeah they feed off each other oh yep. it's so good it's so good you think, like you know He's he's from a time where comedians were really highly looked upon. You know, he was in Taxi, right, and stuff like Late that. Late seventies, early eighties, yeah, when the so, whole comedy stand up comedy thing yeah, was well, really like, taking like off. Every, com- every person in the comedy comedian sitcom was a comedian. Yeah, everyone, even Rhea Perlman. Yeah, yeah. So like Ted Danson, Rhea Perlman, Danny DeVito, Brendan Fraser. You know, or not Brendan Fraser, uh, Fraser, the guy that played Fraser, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. These are all comedians. Yeah, every fucking Woody, Woody fucking Harrelson. And they're all the, stage actors and things yeah, like that, too. But you take someone like that, it's someone that's irreverent and that you've never heard of, like Charlie Day. Yeah. Who is a natural comedic force. You know? Yeah. And, he's the, he's, and, he's and again, every, we, he's the, if I look at it as him as like the everyman, mm-hmm. but like the gullible guy. Mm-hmm. And again, we, we talked about it last episode, but I just feel like it's bare, it's worth mentioning again. All these people were nobodies before season one. Yeah. That's the crazy thing about it is this show birthed all of these guys. And they have yeah. put it all together themselves. Yeah. It's the most like rock and roll punk rock thing about it. It's like they mm. put it all together themselves. They wrote it themselves, shot it the cheapest way possible. And now fucking season two kicks off with Danny fucking DeVito. Yeah. It's like a new mainstay of the cast. Season. It's like, that's so fucking cool. So they were able to afford to, p- to pay him his quote. And I guess uh, Danny DeVito really liked uh, what he saw in the first season. It was just like, I can do this. <laughs> well, I think just season one fucking blew the fuck up on fx and it did really yeah, well. well we were talking about like the whole the whole premise of the show it was like for a contest yeah the whole whole idea for Sun- always sunny was hey give us a pilot for a contest mm-hmm. and they won it and i think because of that i think fx had someone waiting in the weeds mm-hmm. maybe not danny devito but some other big actor who would show up and kind of give a presence to it yeah which 
be like, hey, if we can prove our concept, we'll bring in an A, uh, an a or B lister to kind of bring it on. Up. Which just, I think Dan- this, I think the show brought Danny DeVito back into oh, the yeah. main light again. Oh, but not absolutely. just that. You know, he had he has presence because of other comedic shows he was in. Cheers was one of the greatest shows on television at one time. Mm-hmm. Taxi was one of the most fucked up funny shows on television. I never watched a Taxi, but my mom loved Taxi. Oh, Christopher Lloyd got his start on that show. That's right. It's a fucked up show. I haven't seen it though. Andy Kaufman was on it. It's fucking weird. But uh, yeah, it's, they, I'm, I'm glad they did that because they do that with other like they do that with horror movies a lot. Mm-hmm. What they'll do is they'll bring in an actor you've seen before, and it's like, oh man, that was the mom from like the Brady Bunch. I'm like, holy shit, this is a movie about fucking H.P. Lovecraft monsters coming yeah. from the deep, and she's in it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So, an interesting note about uh, this season also, uh, I noticed uh, one little additional column on the uh, the Wikipedia, because usually it's got yeah. uh, number, uh, episode number overall, meaning like in a, for the entire run, number for the season, title directed by, written by, original air date, but there is a new little column on this one that says production code, and I noticed it goes like, basically a code for season one, epi- I mean season two, episode one, season two, episode two, and then it goes season two, episode four. Wait a minute, they skipped a three. And then two, five, two, seven, two, three, two, nine, two, six, two, eight, two, ten. Mm, I bet that was, put, that was probably done because of uh, screening. Uh huh. And then <laughs> at the very bottom, it mentions it says season two uh, for home media release, like the DVD release. Mm-hmm. Season two episodes are presented in production order rather than their original broadcast order. Yeah. So it's interesting that the broadcast order got swapped around when they shot them in a specific order to be released. I wonder if that was an FX move. That's probably so because I'm averaging because if the DVD release put it back in the order in which they shot it and wanted it to be released. Oh, the show doesn't really have a. Uh it has a continuity, but it's not episode-driven continuity. No. It's just, just like, like little oh, hints it's more of it. season-driven continuity. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we have to watch season one to watch season two. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, I got to watch episode one to get what's going on in episode five. Exactly. Like, right. I don't need that although, shit. Although we kind of witnessed it a little bit today, because peel back the curtain a little bit, we were watching season three some today. There was a little bit of a follow-up, which, oddly enough, was my first episode. The little stinger they left at the end, you're a little bit lost on... If you didn't see the episode or two before, yeah, where it's like all about uh, the whip, the their mo- mother's will or something like that, what, and the mother makes an appearance uh, all throughout the second season too, yeah, well, or I Dennis feel, and Dee's mother, that is. Well, I feel like even on episodes like that, they do such a good job in exposition in the beginning, kind of wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. It could sound like it's just a brand new thing that the gang is taking on. To a brand new viewer, if that makes any yeah. sense. And anytime there's like any you know hard continuity, they kind of divide them up into like part one and part two. Like I think in season four, they have a whole thing with Max Dad, who's also in this season. And also credit to their writing, they wrote the characters in such a way that the characters repeat themselves often throughout the episodes. Mm-hmm. So let's say like what Cap was talking about, the mother's will. Okay. That was stuff that we find out here in season two that still leads into season three. But the way they talk about it in season three makes it sound like it's something that just brand new happened because mm-hmm. of the characters repeating themselves yeah. all the time. Anyway, it doesn't feel like, oh, this is just dumb exposition. Well, you know, it goes to like what you say about this was the first episode. That one episode was the first one you ever saw. Yeah. It's a drop show. It is. You can drop in at any point, laugh, 
not mm-hmm. really understand who the fuck these people are. You just know that they're terrible people. And they always start with just nonsense conversations like, well, like, this glo- like global heating. It's not called global heating. It's called global warming. Yada, yada, yada. But if it's warming, it's heating. <laughs> and then the gang finds out about climate change. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but rolling on into episode two, the gang goes jihad. This is so fucked up, God too. Damn it. <laughs> Where the Israeli businessman buys a neighboring property of the bar and the floor layout of which actually includes half of Patty's Pub, prompting the gang to go to extremes to get the man to leave. You can't show this episode now. No. <laughs> I'm, surpri- I'm surprised half of these episodes are still available on Hulu. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, especially how everybody's getting uptight about the whole anti-Israel thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's well, like, This was like 2006, where it's like uh, 9-11 was only like five years prior to this, too. Yeah. And uh, the B-plot in this one, Frank fights with his ex-wife over possession. She got in their divorce. Yeah, yeah like again, the, the mother shows up, played by one Aunt Archer, which uh, yeah. I knew immediately who she was because me and my mom watched uh, all those uh, Jack Ryan movies uh, from the early 90s mm-hmm. and she played uh, Harrison Ford's wife. Yeah. And she kind of has that smug, like what that smug, uh, uh, Dennis, Frank, yeah. Deandra. <laughs> yeah, I remember she has that same fucking voice she gives in like Clear and Present Danger. Yeah. <laughs> Just that real deep husky voice. I yeah. think she's in, uh, what was it, Fatal Attraction with, yeah. uh, with Glenn Close. Glenn Close, yeah. Yeah, I and, think she was the wife, yeah. And yeah. not the only Archer co-star uh, that we see throughout this oh, whole no. series. No, this whole show's packed. But what, and you uh, know what? I think the only Archer what, like mainstay that we don't see is fucking Archer slash Bob. Yeah. I don't think he makes any sort of appearance in the John show. John H. Benjamin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, John H. Benjamin um, is a writer. Yeah. Natural, is a natural writer. So, him... You don't see him in a lot of, like, screen time no, as an his actor. his voice is fucking amazing. Which, actually, side note, if you do want to see him do some screen time, uh, that show Hot Ones... Yeah. Their YouTube channel has a side show called The Burger Show. Yeah. And he actually went on there promoting the Bob's Burger cookbook mm-hmm. and actually cooked oh, a I few of to. the burgers. Oh, I know. I love no. it. And actually cooked a few of the burgers mm-hmm. in the recipe book and kind of showed it off and was kind of, and kind of like threw on his, his deeper Bob voice for the mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah, that, that way it kind of like worked for the video right. Right. all those all those people on that on the show archer mm-hmm. have made a living doing something else of course Not, like a, out of voice acting just out of comedic roles like you were talking about uh, archer's mom mallory yeah uh the guy that plays uh pam poovy yeah it's like anything a big name uh cheryl yeah it's like any number form- 11 on the apple i charts when that fucking album dropped yep no shit that fake ass country album was eleven on the Apple charts, and like, and I love how like the Archer creators were just like, oh no, no, that was all bullshit. Like, yeah. we wrote those like off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you motherfuckers made a you beat bands that have been trying to break Tian like for years, and you're just like, fuck yeah, yeah. That's how it works. But yeah, the whole uh, the, the the overarching plot of like the whole this whole season is uh frank coming in back into dennis and mm-hmm. uh d's lives it's a parent and season it's a parent season yeah, exactly and them having to basically come to terms with the fact that their dad is back in the picture and dad wants to be part of the crew but the crew is like <laughs> well yeah if i think about it we meet all everyone's parents in this season yes we do actually yes. let's go ahead and cut to the next uh few episodes because that's where we really get to see everyone um episode three one of my favorites actually uh, dennis and d go on welfare yeah, in d. which the motherfuckers get addicted to crack cocaine it's like d wants to be uh the over one of d's overarching themes is that she was a struggling actress yeah actress, actress. but yeah. didn't want to but didn't really try and that's what she's been kind of like you know covering up the whole time she's like no, i yeah. tried hard enough it's like no you didn't you no. fucking suck d you're a failure and she's like no I, no you're not i'm gonna and they're like we're gonna 
quit our jobs and we're going to pursue our dreams. You know, Dennis wants to be a, a veterinarian or some and, shit. And again, that's the perfect stinger. It's like, we're going to quit our jobs and follow our dreams. The gang goes on welfare. Yeah. <laughs> I love when they go to apply for where, <laughs> welfare and... <laughs> They're sitting next to the crackhead. Yeah, deep. It's on like a bicycle helmet. Yes. <laughs> and she's Sa- the South Park retarded thing. Yes. <laughs> and, she, and uh, Dennis just like, "Hi, I'm a recovering crack addict, and this is my sorry, this is my retarded sister." <laughs> it's just oh like, God, it's so funny. and they're like, "Do you have?" And the social workers like, uh, "Do you have documents or any paperwork and things like that?" And Dennis just like, "Well, look can, at her. Can you not see how retarded she is?" <laughs> <laughs> get out yeah i like how they just sit down in the waiting room and there's there's this uh crack kid just sitting there and they're like you want to go honey and it's just like oh god no. yeah <laughs> then they realize they have to go buy crack yes and the, and i love every single bit of that where there's like are you so what was the name they gave him are you oh fuck i can't remember Ooh, i'll have to do an always sunny trivia down I'll lose <laughs> But then uh, Mac and Charlie, they're trying to figure out the system anyway um, to kind of like, you know, fuck with Dennis and D and shit like that. But then well, they're, Frank they're, trusts uh, Charlie, Charlie with, with, all uh, money. with a lot of with all his money. And then Mac and, and Charlie just immediately go and spend it on hookers and suits that don't they don't <laughs> tuck like, in or anything. I love, I love that uh, Danny DeVito just cuts off the fucking account. Yeah. yeah. And they're in the middle about they're about to pay these hookers. And it's just like, uh, Charlie, we really need to pay these fucking hookers. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, he's like, you know what? I'm calling Lil D. No, no, no. You don't need to call Lil D. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't need to call Hector. <laughs> so, so they're just kind of, so like uh, Dennis and D, uh, you know, sit, are sitting around, you know, thinking they can skate off of welfare. And uh, Mac and Charlie are like, that's not how it fucking works, guys. <laughs> and, and you I, steal from rich people. <laughs> yeah. And I love just the them devolving into like worse crackheads as the episode oh, goes all on. They do, all they want to do is try it. Yeah. We'll just try a little bit of they, it, we'll they just, go, so we understand. They go and meet the the dealer, and uh, he's just like, "I would like one crack, please." <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, bro? Well, the thing is, it's like you know, none of us are like you know drug users, so it's like I wouldn't know how to ask for it either. <laughs> Yo, man, I want to get blasted. How much? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how you ask for crack. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you know? I know crack kids. <laughs> I know. I know the difference between a fucking uh, forty rock and a chipped up twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I know when someone's smoking drywall in my house. Like, <laughs> and then, uh, meanwhile, Dennis and D get addicted to crack. And then uh, Dennis and or, no, uh, no, Charlie no, no, no. and... Uh, you skipped one vital point. Yeah. They paid $200 yes. for a 20 rock. For a 20 rock, yes. Why is it called a 20 rock? Because it is $20. <laughs> they paid 200%. They forgot more. that crack is cheap. Yeah. They paid like a 1,000% more for a fucking crack rock. And, and then, like, even like, I even like the guy, he's like, oh, yeah... You know, he's trying to tell him the first hit's free. Yeah. He's trying to tell him that. Well, no, 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 no. We'll pay you. We'll pay you. He's like, okay. Um, how much you want? Just one. Just one. Okay. And they start pulling out their money first. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> he's like, $200. And then he just slip. He's like, go to that guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> See, what I was waiting for is like, go to that guy right there and then pull up. He's like, $200. And they're like, God damn. <laughs> the, my, my favorite part of that episode is like when they uh, get addicted to crack and you see them on the, uh, just kind of like just tweaking. And then, yeah, uh, and then they Mac, miss the day and a half. They yeah. miss their point by day and, and a half. And then Mac and Charlie are in that limo full of hookers with the, they rolled the window down and then uh, uh, D and Dennis are like fiending going like, you guys got any money? You, got any, you guys got any money? Literally then, the hookers are covered in money. Yes. <laughs> and then like the window slowly rolls back up and then uh, Mac is just like, driver, we're done here. <laughs> They all just start laughing and pull away. It's like sons of bitches. (laughs) 
No. I love how the realization we need to get a rehab. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then Bismarck is in the season two. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They start singing uh, Just a Friend while they're drinking 40s on the stoop in the middle of the day. Yes. <laughs> My macro brew. Yeah. And then the the next episode probably yes. has one of my favorite title transitions. This is when they start doing the title transitions in the in the seasons two where uh you know of course Episode four. Episode four where uh of course uh D and uh, Dennis's mom is as big a shit as big a piece of shit as anybody else on the mm-hmm. TV show. Yep. And then uh Mac's going to pick up some things for Frank, and then uh Ann Archer just kinda does undoes her rope and then it falls on the floor, and then Max just like, oh, Mac bangs Dennis's mom. Yep. <laughs> I like how he treats he, he, she treats him just like a whore. Like, yes. He treats him like well, a bitch. Well, he, He's uh, like, you're still here. <laughs> well, I was going to say, he winds up uh, treating Dennis like he does, uh, like Dennis treats most other girls. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that's what was kind of funny about it. Yeah, Dennis got all that from his mother. Uh-huh. And then this whole episode. Treats be- Mac like a whore. And then this whole episode becomes a whole, like, uh, fucking, like, multi-layered uh, routine of backstabbing mm-hmm. with the uh, hooking up with everybody's parents. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's when you get to meet everyone's mom. And, and I love... Well, uh, I remember what was the premise? They, they didn't want to do chores. Yes, they're yeah, trying to. They don't want to do Charlie work. Yeah, they're all passing <laughs> off the Charlie work, <laughs> which is like cleaning the bathrooms, like Taking killing the, the rats. No, 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 that's Charlie work. That's a Charlie job. <laughs> and and David is like, you're doing fucking Charlie's work. <laughs> <laughs> and they all it like it devolves so quickly because Dennis ends up fucking around with the the. Bart, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, 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 coffee, wait- the, waitress. the waitress. The waitress. Yep. Or like he tries to uh, he, he tries to uh, bang the waitress, or is like he threatens he threatens oh, yeah, Charlie. He tells Charlie. He's like, I will fuck her. He's like, if you it's like if you uh, you got to do this, Charlie works. Like you got to do this thing for me, or I'm gonna bang your uh, crush. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't you do it? And then Charlie goes off the deep end. Oh yeah, and, get, and like shows everybody everyone's banging each other's parents. This that the whole thing. Like I love the Charlie episodes where he thinks he has uh, something over everybody. Where he's like yes. the master scheme. Well, he really we, talked, we talked about this like you know off air where like Charlie has like is like the smartest one in the room. Yeah, when he has to be. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, exactly what Cap was saying. Though I love the fact that like he in this episode and, and like Chris agree he really does have one up on everyone in this one. And it's like it, just him making D do his bidding explicit yeah, because, yes and it's just like every single time she's like I, I, I don't you're know you're complicit Charlie. bitch Charlie, <laughs> Because Mac bangs Dennis's mom, and then Mac falls in love with Dennis's mom yes. and tells Charlie about it, and then Charlie's just like, "Interesting." Mac's uh-huh. trying to fuck your mom, Dennis. Yeah. And then Dennis goes to Mac's house, but not before Charlie cons D into taking the waitress with her on a car ride to watch Dennis, the guy she wants to fuck, uh-huh. go after this. Hobbit woman. Yeah, yeah. Dennis, Dennis has already been trying to steal, seal the deal with the waitress in order to not have to do the Charlie work. He told her he loved her. Yeah. Yes, because like he was shit. trying to just bang her and leave, and then she was just like, "No, you're not coming in." He was like, "But I love you." And then he gets a call from Charlie. Yeah, and then he's like, "You know what? No, I think we're good. I think we're good here." And she's like, "No, no, you can come but, in." Like, he, answers, he answers the phone like. Like Charlie, that was a close call. I was about to seal the deal. <laughs> and then, yeah, like you were saying, like he takes uh, the uh, D takes the waitress to uh, see Dennis try to hook up with both uh, Max's mom, mom and Charlie's, Charlie's mom, mom, but they both shut Dennis down. <laughs> They're like, 
I don't find you attractive. And Dennis is just like, oh, what? What? <laughs> you don't find this attractive? <laughs> but, but the great part of it is like Charlie's mom is hideous. <laughs> They're just like a, you know, both oh, the, the Max mom. Oh, Max, Max mom, mom yeah, is just like Max mom. Ch- right. Charlie's mom is like the happy the, homemaker. the sweet old lady. That's yeah, what it was. But they're both like yeah, uncle yeah. that you gotta watch. But they're, yeah. but they're both like frumpy old ladies and everything yes. too. And like Dennis is like trying to like pet their hair and, <laughs> and shit like that. She's like halfway done with a cigarette. And yep. about to light the next one. Uh, yeah. And I love it because uh, by the end of it, the wrap up is like the waitress fucking snaps and fucks Frank. Yeah. Yeah. I still got. The moves. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, like Charlie is just like, uh, just like, just about to just on the get on the verge of tears. Yeah, that's the way it is. It's like Charlie's just like, he, oh no, no, he does credit, and then he ends with the after credits. Remember, Dennis is walking to his mom's house, and Matt comes out. And Max like, oh fuck, no, 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 oh no. yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just calms him down. He's like, it's all right, dude. dude it's, it's, fine, fine, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I understand. I get it. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I, that, I really like that one too. I think those those two back to back, the uh, Dennis and D go on welfare, and then Mac bangs Dennis's mom. I think those are the best mm. little one two punchers uh, in the season. Absolutely. Which doesn't take away from the next one, which is still fucking great. A uh, hundred dollar baby. This one's so fucking great too. It's like it starts off with you know like I think Frank and uh, D were gonna are going to the gym like Frank's yeah. wanting to train uh, D because it all starts off with uh, uh, D uh, talking about girls can kick ass and then Mac and uh, Dennis are like girls can't fight no. yada yada and he's like didn't you see Million Dollar Baby blah 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 whatever like yeah, Frank's like I'll boxing. take you to the gym and then Frank sees an old friend uh, an old uh, rival of his mm-hmm. that he used to box yep and then they start talking shit and then the the rival's daughter starts talking shit to D mm-hmm. and the D's just like I'll eat your babies. <laughs> 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 and Dennis and Mac also train Charlie uh, for an underground fighting ring to make some money off of them. Yeah, bum <laughs> fights, cl- cl- clown baby, <laughs> wild card bitches. Yeah. That actually before it even happened because I think that episode's in a few seasons where mm-hmm. they try to sell reselling gas. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think that was the debut of the wild card. He's like, I cut the brick card. He's like, wild card bitches. <laughs> they, don't, they don't train Charlie to fight. They train Charlie to take pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like what did, uh, uh, like. Danny DeVito's trying to trade D the whole time and he's like no you gotta max out at the beginning no you don't motherfucker you're, you're telling her to max out on her first pull and it's like she's gonna and just, then it falls he's like you're not ready and then, <laughs> no shit she's not ready and then it all all of a sudden you see this like uh, girl in a hoodie just kind of pop up like in a karate movie just like Psh, hey I got the hookup you want that good stuff like and it hooks her up with steroids yeah <laughs> So like during uh, the tra- the pain tolerance training for Charlie and uh, D training to get in the boxing fight, they're, they're playing. You're the best around. Well, like <laughs> Char- Charlie's like getting hit in the face with beer bottles and fucking. <laughs> And the D is just taking steroids and like shaving her upper lip. Well, she's taking steroids and not really working out. She's just no. taking steroids. She's like working out with a fucking like uh, just like fifteen pound weights on a barbell. Yeah, and, <laughs> and she's just like trying to get jacked, but she can't because that's not how steroids work, dumbass. No. <laughs> And then, of course, it ends with, uh, you know... And I love how they show that. That's not how steroids work. Yeah. And then uh, Charlie winds up uh, eating all of D's steroids. Mm-hmm. Like, like during the whole training oh God, montage. I forgot about that. And, and then... Uh, yacked. 
<laughs> oh yeah, we forgot left this out in the beginning. It starts with them getting mugged in an alleyway. Yeah, that's why they all was like, we gotta learn how to fight. <laughs> yeah, they get mugged in the alleyway, and uh, the guy pulls a knife, and they're all start. They kind of stop in their tracks, and immediately just shove D <laughs> to the mugger. <laughs> well, that's a reoccurring thing. They immediately want to give up D quick, yeah. quickly to we're anyone. We're taking you hostage. Take D. Take D. <laughs> Poor D. We were talking about this earlier too. Like the uh, character of Sweet D is like you know she's not a bad looking woman, but she's like the uh, she's not unattractive. But she's, she's kind of like attractive the tomboy. One. Yes, yeah. she's one of the guys, and there's yeah. a, there's no uh, there's no really like any you know gender role really, really with D except for like they just you know. I would love to hear like just some like behind the scenes talk of how Mac keeps his cool and just like how, how he just doesn't break break character well they're just talking cash shit about D well, look at her with her pigeon legs her pigeon <laughs> legs well, it's, it's probably because I would at least imagine so like you wrote half of it well, well not only that but like like for instance when the, when we first started doing something good for you it's mm. like you know Cap and I knew that you know we were gonna have to you know kind of take little swipes at each other mm. on microphones so it was like even beforehand I was like look you know this is for comedy you know this that and the other you know if we take swipes we take swipes we're still bros we're still friends yeah. you know it's like it's just it's we're what friends we do. what friends do exactly so I was like you know if, if I lay into you you gotta lay in on me you know it's just back and forth and I would like to think that because they are both actors and they're mm-hmm. both in it, they're just like, what's the most fucked up things we could say to each other? Oh, when she got, <laughs> when she, when she, when she got pregnant, when uh, Caitlin Olsen got pregnant, they made a whole season out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, so I, I would like to think that it actually causes for better writing. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, at the very end of it, uh, of course, uh, Charlie... Uh, and can't I forget what happens with Charlie? Like he uh, does, he can't make it to the fight, and D can't make it to the fight because the, I think they both uh, get their kick each other's asses and they get injured, and so uh, Mac t- uh, they get Mac to uh, fight in the street fight, but gets his mm-hmm. ass kicked, <laughs> and then uh, Frank uh, fights. Uh, the father of the daughter that D was supposed to fight, mm. but uh, uh, Frank takes a swing at the dad, uh, which causes the dad to fall into the daughter, which <laughs> causes the daughter to break her neck mm-hmm, over a, mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. the stool like a million dollar baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank's just like, oh, and walks away, and that's how that episode ends. You're the best around. Oh god, this is a terrible fucking show. It is episode six. The gang gives back us. They got yeah. a yeah. They get us serviced for uh they, for the uh, events that happened in the Gangos Jihad, where yep. they make the uh, the terrorist video. Mm-hmm. We forgot to mention this in the last episode. They make a terrorist threat video with very bad Arabic, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> towards the uh, real estate guy. And because of that, uh, they have to. Well, get... We were kind of glossing over that episode just a little bit. Yeah, but, because... but this is an important part of it. But yeah, this is actually one of the few episodes that does kind of rely on the past continuity. Not a lot of them do though. And then they uh. They they do uh they don't want to you know uh pick up trash or anything like that mm-hmm. so they do community service where they uh, ch- teach children <laughs> they coach children's basketball yeah inner city children's basketball <laughs> I remember this being one of the uh, the TV commercials where uh, Mac and uh, D are like you know trying to play basketball with each other where like D's trying to get the basketball out from under Mac but then mm-hmm. Mac just fucking elbows D in the face. <laughs> Throws a fucking like he's one of the pistons. Just yes. throws a fucking elbow. And then, I think, uh, and then I think Frank gives uh, one of the kids like steel toe, or Dennis gives one of the kids steel toe shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see a uh, scene where that kid's just running around kicking everyone in the fucking shins. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, one of the kids comes up to Dennis. It's like, "Are you my dad?" <laughs> no, I'm not. Do go do a lab. He's like, "Okay." <laughs> Meanwhile, like all everybody's just in pain, you know, from mm-hmm. one reason to the other, and the kids just doing laps just like 
<laughs> yep, just totally happy, totally fine. Yeah, yep. And this is when Frank uh, starts having the Viet- uh, Vietnamese uh, gamblers hang out the bar. Oh, yeah. oh God, the wrap up at the end of that one. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and uh, this is also where uh, Charlie ascends to the AA meetings and uh, the waitress is there and she winds up being Charlie's sponsor just to fucking get back at Dennis. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, he tells uh, the waitress, was like, I do uh, community service with kids. It's like, oh, that's cool. It's like, Dennis is too. And she's like, Dennis is too? Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. <laughs> And um, yeah, it's the, the honestly the main thing I really remember this the underground gambling ring at the very end. oh yeah the Vietnamese uh that's the whole this happens a lot too where you just hear like a gong yeah <laughs> and, and then you see these the Viet, these degenerate Vietnamese gamblers with cigarettes and dollar bills just betting all these little kids yeah. <laughs> and then, like at the very end of the fucking episode like Frank just goes down there puts a gun down the table they're like doing Russian roulette shit oh they're they're <laughs> this is later on in the uh when they get the free the free Freedom episode. Oh, that was in the Freedom. I yeah. thought that was. I thought that was still in this episode. No. Oh, okay, got it. Got they it. come Never back quite that. a bit. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, see, again, another ongoing bit from that one. Well, Danny DeVito and his gun. Yeah. Oh my god, that that is the best ongoing bit. Is Danny DeVito just out whipping out that fucking gun? And when he pulls it out, he doesn't just pull it out. He pulls he it out, the and they throw a cocking sound with it too. So it's like he is immediately ready to start just flinging bullets at any fucking time. Holy shit, that thing was loaded. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be a drinking game we would do for Always Sunny. It's like anytime Frank pulls out his gun. Really? Anytime uh, Mac, and De- uh, Mac tries to be assertive. Oh, you're going to get shit-faced. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple other things. It's been years since I've uh, done anything like that. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's what happens is that, of course, you know, it falls to pieces. It all just, mm-hmm. like, you know, like any other episode uh, of Always Sunny, they just, like, you know, fail miserably at what they try to do, and then they wind up just picking up trash on the sidewalk. <laughs> And then episode seven, uh, the gang exploits a miracle in which the gang finds a water stain in the office that resembles the Virgin Mary. Oh, yeah, because Frank's, yeah, they find a water stain, or I think Max, I forget who says it's a Virgin Mary thing. I think it's Mac at first, because it shows uh, that Mac. I can't remember in the first season where uh, they kind of depict Mac, Mac Mac's as the pretty uh, much the Mac, Jesus Mac freak. A, Mac is also a conservative. Yeah. Yes. So, no, so yeah, Mac sees it, and then Frank, of course, uh, the businessman he is. It's a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> Starts up motherfuckers man. to go see it. <laughs> he'd be one of, if if if, he, if she had worked out the right way, he'd be flying in space too. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mac and uh, Charlie try to outdo each other as far as being preachers. Mm-hmm. Oh God. But then Charlie does like the really acts like a fucking. Event Angelical preacher really well. That's the problem. That's the problem with Charlie, man. Charlie knows how to just go off the fucking rails. That's the problem. He's got yeah. that big dick cult energy. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mac can't has that. Mac has that inferiority complex where yep. he can't lose to anybody. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And then, but then speaking about inferiority complex, Dennis winds up going anorexic because D tells him his face is <laughs> <Yes>. fat. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like a, I love like just little bits and uh, how these episodes start where they kind of continues to become a theme like the very beginning they just kind of casually throw out that uh you know max you know putting on weight or whatever it's like just to fuck with him yeah it's like, he's just like i'm gaining mass what, what? <laughs> yeah. it's, like no, che- it's like he's very he he's the most vain one out of the group absolutely yeah. and like if like and he's not a bad looking guy you know from a perspective but if you was to say man you got 
bitch ankles, motherfucker. And he's like, what? He'll, he'll take that to heart and it'll fucking yeah. ruin his day. Yeah. Well, it's because he has such a well-crafted, like, view of himself. He called a model who was gorgeous, ugly, and then put on <laughs> fake tits and wore a dress. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, his image of himself. And exactly what you're saying, just fucking get him a little bit more built and throw some glasses on him. He's goddamn he Ted killed, Bundy. If, he's, like, two kills away from becoming Buffalo Bill. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And especially again, we keep jumping seasons, but there was like that other season uh, where uh, he winds up like Frank did it too in an episode, but uh, Dennis did too, where he basically like shaved himself completely and was like rubbing them down with self down with oil and lotion and pure. Shit. Yes. Yes. You know that's the episode I'm talking on because Frank did the same shit too, but Frank did it with. Um, Purell and um, Purell, like yeah, he was trying to make himself. He was like going into germaphobe mode. And this is also the first episode where uh, one of the uh, most uh, recurring characters makes his first appearance. The uh, the, uh, the old Rick, preacher, yeah, uh, from R- Rickety Cricket. Yes, <laughs> uh, that, Cricket. That yes. poor motherfucker. Cricket. Cricket's character devolved so goddamn fast because he's cr- like he's like his tippy top in this mm-hmm. one. And then then you watch like season fourteen, and Cricket's like half burnt in one eye. <laughs> he's missing a couple of fingers because a dog ate him. Yeah, <laughs> and it's all because of the gang. Everything right. that's bad has happened to him is because of one of the gang members. Like yeah. He had a crush on D, and then like uh, D's trying to you know uh, honeypot him into blessing the. Uh, the, well, uh, because, the Virgin well, Mary D, stain. D ble- uh, like fucked with him in high school. Yeah. And now she's like trying to like. Which I don't know how she did that. Yeah. Being no. an aluminum monster. No, I was going <laughs> to say, with everything we keep hearing about. But yeah, apparently she like played with him and broke his heart. So it's like he's like seeing that as a little bit of the chance to like, you know, reconnect and make it better again. And just all she's doing is fucking using him. And that's what. That. His love for D is always what winds up sending him down that path. Yeah, exactly. Even when he becomes uh, homeless and everything too, like D is is the reason he winds up getting back involved again. So he's uh, married to one of the Deschanel sisters in real life. I remember uh, me and my old an old roommate of mine. Our uh, Sunday afternoon hangover marathon series would Mm. be Bones. Yeah, he's he's married to that chick. Yeah, it it would be Bones. And there was was one one that's not Zoe. Exactly, (laughs) the the less famous one. But yeah, we would. uh, there's anytime I get into a show, I always look up the cast and like see what they've been in and stuff like that. And uh, I look up uh, the Deschanel uh, chick's name. I forget her first name, but uh, I saw who she was married to. I was like, holy shit! I was like, guess guess who uh, this Deschanel chick is married to? I was, he was like, who? Fucking rickety cricket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i always thought that was just a fun bit of trivia but uh yeah one of the uh i don't know if he's one of my favorite he's he's one of the uh, the more uh it's kind of like the lapoil brothers like they kind of get in and out you know kind of uh throughout the season so mm-hmm. like he it, it, he's used so, sparingly which yeah. i think is what makes well, his character it's also good a big trope yeah. in comedy shows now we need someone to dump on constantly, and we need a recurring character who digresses. And you can only do it so much with D. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, D is the Jerry from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Jerry is the Cyril from Archer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The dump yeah. character. Yep. Uh, he's, you know, like the Dwight character. It goes from all Office. the way back to bon- Barney Five. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But Barney Five would shoot you. <laughs> well, so with Frank Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see that episode. Oh, oh my god, Don Knotts versus fucking Danny DeVito. <laughs> Holy shit! I'll kick your ass, Mayberry. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anyways, I'm blasting. <laughs> anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> that good and the bad and the ugly. Fucking but if I, remember, if, I, if I remember correctly, this is like the episode like 
This is the first episode of Cricket. And the second episode is when he loses his ability to become a priest. Yeah, yeah, because this one he, <laughs> he basically just dropped. dresses down the crew and is like, you know, you're exploiting, you know, yeah. shit like that. So he he kind of comes out on top on this one, kinda. The next one is when they he uh, the next time you see him, he loses his fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was because he got involved with all no, that shit. No, I think it's in this one where it's like, why don't you just go back to the to being a priest? And Cricket's just like, I can't. That's not how this works. Oh my life yeah, is a- you're right. You're walk, right. Yeah, because he, he walks out of the bar going, my life is over my life is over uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah and that's when you, that was the first time you felt kind of bad because that was like the first time an outside character was truly affected by the gang and then the next time you see him he's just a degenerate with missing some teeth and <laughs> but he gets worse and worse as the day is yep. <laughs> cricket <laughs> And then another great episode after that, uh, the gang runs for office, where they realize political corruption money is a money-making potential. Uh, the gang helps Dennis run for a position in the local uh, comptroller. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I have a funny story about this. So, All right. so as a joke, uh, I ran for office. <laughs> almost. Oh. I filled out the paperwork. Oh, yeah? Because <laughs> uh, I live in such a small town. Like, Statesville is such a small place. Yeah. And a lot of people run unopposed for, like, public office in the town. Mm-hmm. It's not really public office, really. It's just, like, a job yeah. that they don't hire people for. They make them elected. Yeah. And a comptroller t- job came up. I had no idea what that was. I knew it was an accounting position of some kind. Actually, there's uh, a link to what a yeah. comptroller is on Wikipedia. <laughs> That's what Cyril is. Let's He's see. a comptroller. <laughs> A management level position responsible for supervising the quality of accounting and financial yep. reporting of an organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the county comptroller is basically who regulates the treasury of that county. Yeah. The and, problem is, I vaguely remember it. And we went to the elections office and I asked for the paperwork, so I filled it out. And I just forgot to send them. Oh. I would have well, ran unopposed. <laughs> I would have ran unopposed that election cycle. You should have. So, so if you run unopposed, it automatically goes to you. I would have been in the state government or the county government for no fucking reason. When did, uh, if you had a drop, I didn't. You finish his paperwork. I did finish the or paperwork. I, I, forgot to, I forgot to send it. Yeah, like I was on dialysis. I kept oh, forgetting shit all the time. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> but can you imagine that? How fucking scary that is? A twenty, a twenty-year-old. Do just, it now. Oh, yeah, while you remember, should. I probably should. <laughs> Do, do, it. It, if it, if do it. Do it. Do it. Unless like, no, no, do it. No, drop out do and it. get your fucking payout, too. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Dude, cash. There's your money right there. That's uh, politics. <laughs> that's what they keep saying this whole episode. Like house potatoes run for office. I'll put that on my fucking resume off the comptroller of our Dude, county. I'll do it just to make the fucking uh, campaign videos for you. No, there's like literally no campaigning in that town. Because, I bet. Because it's just everyone runs up. Yeah, we, we could run a $100 Facebook ad and win. Yeah. <laughs> Not even that. Put one cardboard sign up. <laughs> In front of like a CBS. Just to get, just to get name recognition. We'll just, get, we'll just make Cap stand out there with one of those fucking double plank signs. Uh, vote for Chris Morrison. But with a big old bell ringing it. Vote for Chris Morrison. It's a vote for hate. Yeah. <laughs> just make it look like a bad fucking, uh, you know, uh, terrorist video. Yeah, vote for oh, no, I'll make you look like a, one of those. Uh, uh, end is nigh. Chris is nigh. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Chris yeah, with like nigh. the double sided plank boards. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a ticket for free hot pockets. <laughs> I just love how this episode starts too, where you find out you can drop out of a race and make and get a huge cash uh, payout for it, and then mm-hmm. uh, Frank just says, "You could, you have to be such a huge piece of shit to run for office." The gang, the gang runs, runs for, for office. <laughs> <laughs> Those transitions are fucking great. They really are. I just, it's so weird how like so true that politics is yeah like based on this podcast because of this podcast if i was to write a tenets of spirituality we would be a church i know that is the yeah, odd thing because it's, exempt church it's because we have more how people. many followers on patreon 
More enough. than five. Yeah. So as long mm-hmm. as you got more than three in a congregation, mm-hmm. one, two, fucking three. Yeah. As <laughs> it's long as we had one other person. <laughs> yeah, I'm legally a minister, so. Boom, there it is. The church. The church of the couch Something potatoes. You. There you go. <laughs> the church of the potatoes. <laughs> Do you feel it, Cap? Can I hear amen? Amen. Who brought the ranch? <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Do you feel, do you feel the scarlet bread? <laughs> <laughs> this is my body. Or the person I cooked. <laughs> the blood of Christ. <laughs> Go balls. Go balls. <laughs> and God and Jesus said to the Canaanites, Go balls. <laughs> and instead of saying you want to cross this, go V formation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said good old Rocky Top. <laughs> Our revival is at a fucking Tennessee game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's been... D- I'll get a fucking like orange and white fucking... Uh, <laughs> to, like frock. <laughs> yes. Uh, after church services at the uh, Texas Roadhouse where we all just go, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, like, but I was looking at like, at public office and stuff like that. Like how easy it is. Just to, like you don't need qualifications. Just be American. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we all saw that a couple years ago. You know. But it's so weird, like how true the show is. I know about it. some things. Like they could run for public office. Nothing really stops you, except when you get to the higher up positions or, where it has to be the two party system. It's like the most yeah. the most fucked up a fucked up episode that's kind of like realistic like that is the one in season three where you see like pure freedom. Let's go to the basement and get away with anything we want. <laughs> well, you know who else ran for public office? Uh, what's his name? The big guy from uh, LPN. Oh yeah, oh, Ben yeah, Kissel. Kissel. Yeah, yeah, he, he ran did for a few public times. office. Yeah, yeah he, he, was like he, a, he talks about it like how fucking insane it is. Yeah, yeah. and that's New York politics. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he went for like Brooklyn, Bur- the Brooklyn Borough. Uh, yeah, good thing it's not like a uh, uh, one of those uh, democracies where you got to fight for it because mm. you kill them. <laughs> yeah, well, also like what a thing I like about this episode too is like everyone is always so incompetent they oh, can't yeah. even do the basic thing of helping someone run for office. And then of course, since you've got Dennis at the helm, no, because <laughs> they all try to screw each other over. Yeah, yeah, everyone sees it as now their money making opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Mac tries to screw over Dennis, and then like the cops come after. Uh, no, it, it, he goes to an, an office. Uh, I forget what kind of office it was. Uh, was it the actual comptroller office that uh, Mac visits, where he calls him a bunch of nerds? Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> and they uh, they pick him up and uh, they threaten him. Mm. But then he leaves, and he goes like, "Oh, that was so fun. I feel like a gangster." Shut up, Mac. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Like you, you see all these like if you do look at actual ballot. Mm-hmm. The position names you have no idea what the fuck they do. Like, oh, yeah, no. If I said controller knows these, these, you don't know. No, we didn't know until Cap yeah. gave his nice little. Like, you know what a pro tempo is? No, nope. Oh yeah, that's like fourth in line of the president. <laughs> that's a big fucking deal. I'm <laughs> sure the general public does not know any about any of this. Yeah, and it's it's weird that we vote for these things that we have no idea, and that's the fault with democracy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping for like something good for you. Church takes off. <laughs> so we can create an oligarchy in Charlotte. <laughs> Vote now. Vote now. Make this eleven on Apple Music. I just want to make those camp. I just want to make those campaign videos. <laughs> Are you tired of paying for your house? We can do fuck. them anyway. We Tell got the we got the power. <laughs> we got we got the uh, we got the editing power. That is true. <laughs> I'll just run on nihilism and anarchy. <laughs> you tired of paying for your house? Stop. <laughs> Speaking of democracy. And uh, America, Charlie goes America all over yeah, everybody's, everybody's ass. ass. <laughs> Episode nine. <laughs> Outraged when Dennis is smoking in the bar, Charlie teams up with D to start an anti-smoking rally. And then, of course, you got to have the B plot, the second half of the gang. Uh, Mac 
Mac and Dennis and Frank turn Patty's Pub into an anything this goes is bar. The, oh, okay, I thought it was, was in the season three. This is the fucking one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In which everything goes horribly wrong thanks to the new clientele, heroin addicts, Vietnamese gamblers, and the incestuous McPoyle siblings. Yeah, because the whole thing is... Uh, this is around the time when uh, smoking uh, smoking oh, ban yeah, laws were starting to take mm-hmm. place in bars. I remember when you could smoke an IHOP back when it was America. Yeah, and again, for context, this this episode aired August 10th, 2006. Yeah. The Jesus long Christ. But yeah, the whole, the whole thing was like, anti-smoke, like smoking in bars is un-American, according to Mac. So uh, Mac and Dennis were like, we're going to make uh, this the most American bar ever, where like, everybody has the freedom to you know do whatever. Mm-hmm. And their whole, and then Mac and Dennis's uh, idea is a girl's gone wild you know, scenario. Yeah. Where, you know what uh, I love doing like on Facebook is like seeing people say, oh, that's so un-American. And I'm showing a picture of what was un-American, like it's the 60s, like interracial marriage, black people voting, <laughs> black people existing. Yeah. Communist. <laughs> 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 but like it's just it's so funny how that just becomes so un-American very quickly. Yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> so they're doing yeah. Just so smoke outside. So they're doing uh, you know girls gone wild freedom. Uh, that's their America. But then the McPoyles show up and uh, you know they start doing their weird McPoyle brother shit. <sighs> Always. And they're, they're not doing weird shit. That's just them. Yeah. They are weird. Yeah. I can even Those say like sweaty motherfucking drink milkers. <laughs> mm, I gotta pour milk on my wound. Milk drinkers. That's all they they are. That's they all they milk. fucking drink no, you said is like, milk. You said drink milkers. <laughs> oh, I said drink milkers. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Like they, like they take a straw and put it in someone's drink and go. But yeah, they even say like they even t- come up to him and say, "Don't do your fucking uh, weird shit." They're like, "What are you talking about?" It's like you, know, you, thing you are you do the weird day. shit. Yeah, because their whole the excuse was what I thought this was a free country, Mac and Dennis, and they're like, "Oh God damn it!" Uh, like, don't use our words against us like yeah. that. And then Frank's trying to do his weird uh, shit with the Vietnamese gamblers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, his underground gambling ring. Hey, Frank always has the best B plots when they like really focus on him I, I was like where do you keep your knives <laughs> they're starting to, they're starting to bet each other's fingers <laughs> you know, so, like when I watch stuff like this I'm kind of glad I don't have my own place just because I would do that oh it's like a side hustle like every Saturday night have everybody right, come over to gamble alright side note if we I would be a cop troller gambling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was side note if any of us podcast on Sundays <laughs> go balls. <laughs> And then they, uh, Evangelical podcasting. Yeah, so, so side note, if, if one of us winds up uh, wanting to swap out roommates and live with Chris, uh, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Cap would be my roommate. We're just going to play poker and uh, bet each other and play Russian roulette. Chris, I'm sorry. I'm going to take the door off the hinges, put some foam on it, make your whole room a studio. Well, I was going to say, I have a feeling like if, if Chris moved in with Cap, it would quickly turn into a Cap is butter situation where he's like, Chris is like, has the Vietnamese gamblers. And Cap's like, oh, geez, what's going on here? And Chris is like, shut the fuck up, Cap. He's like, oh, okay, geez, I'm just going to go play my guitar. No, we'll just be what's watching. Chris doing? I don't no. Play for my new friends. Oh, okay. One of them might be a producer. I can't understand what they say. Have you, have you met my friend Phil Spector? <laughs> He'll make you famous as a victim. Yes. That's like Phil Spector. Oh, jeez. But yeah, it's just, then it becomes like one of those things. And this is a it's like what? I, and then Frank tries to pull it off. It's like what? I thought this was all about freedom. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, the very ending of that words, one of the fucking Vietnamese guys shoots himself in the end of the episode. Oh, because they're doing—they're pulling a deer hunter. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're doing. They're doing the Russian roulette, and 
that's the whole point of Deer Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever seen the movie, is Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro trying to shoot each other in the head. I never, I never watched it. I saw that it was like four hours long. It's, it's like it's, uh, it's a, maybe if you can watch Apocalypse now, you can watch that movie. Yeah, but I'll, but it was I was into war movies when I was that's in war the war movie. They were Vietnam. Well, I know, but <laughs> it was it looked it's like intense. A, it's intense. Okay, <laughs> but like the I thought whole, it was like, in a war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch the Deer Hunter. <laughs> Chris is like, I want to punch you I made you that so joke bad. to Brad and he didn't get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dude, this, band, this shit's going to be fucking intense. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be in a venue. Well, sure, it ain't going to be fucking in teepees. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, by and the then, way, doing Sherm in a teepee? This- <laughs> That goes out to DJ. <laughs> and, and before we, uh, you know, before we get yelled at by always sunny Shibbles. fans, we got to bring up the uh, the part where uh, Charlie just get, uh, just starts screaming like, "I'm gonna kick some ass and fuck some ass and kick some ass and fly like an eagle." I love all of Charlie's impromptu songs, and I would like to think that Charlie Day, the actor, is thinking of that shit on the spot. I would like to think in the script mm-hmm. it just says Charlie sings, <laughs> and he's just well, making that he, shit he, up he on the, the spot. Charlie's pub song. Yeah. He wrote that but like just those quick little like just like yeah. I'm gonna dun, 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 kick some mess dun, dun, dun. I like to think he's just thinking of that in the moment when he's being that well, character I know he thinks about like he thought up of that whole uh, Charlie sandwich mm-hmm. the chocolate peanut butter and cheese sandwich he thought of that on the spot oh my god because like that whole it's an improv scene with him yelling at Danny DeVito in season one no man the, the cheese goes on the outside chocolate yes. peanut butter goes on the inside then the bread cheese then bread <laughs> yeah because Frank is just a degenerate like Charlie is which is why they work so well together as characters you, oh look at this fucking place man yeah, it's they're a one, both- maybe a one bedroom place there is no kitchen he's got a hot plate yeah it's two rooms and one's probably a closet and, it's like, <laughs> and we hadn't gotten to it yet but it's like I can't wait for the seasons where they move in together <laughs> So what's like, what is that? That's my toe knife. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is like they they seem like such opposite type characters, but then their living situations mm-hmm. work well together, which is the fucked up. Well, he thing. sees Charlie as a son. Yeah, yeah. that he wanted because Charlie will do anything. Mm-hmm. Dennis is a rapist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then finally, the last episode of the season, uh, Dennis and Dee get a new dad. Yeah, we find out that Frank is not the father. Yes. It's the dad from Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And they find out about that through MySpace. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, again, kind of putting a nice little time period uh, piece on this season is MySpace. I love how it starts too. It's like, what is MySpace? It's, oh, it teaches you HTML. <laughs> Dude, it taught me HTML. That's part of the reason I'm like halfway decent of any of the shit I do today. I was doing I love, all that I used to love doing like the whole copy paste and the whole like going in and changing stuff. Yeah. Because you remember what that one thing MySpace did when you clicked on someone's account? You remember what it did? Play music. Yep. yep. Yeah. And that was so fucking annoying because someone's somebody's music is shit. Yeah, and you know what I did? Huh? I hid the player. <laughs> <laughs> I went into the code because I had a completely renovated page anyway with like backgrounds and themes and all that shit. I still remember my oh, login. I absolutely hid my player because I'm like, no, fuck you. I have good music taste. You're not gonna pause my music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember my fucking login stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah they're like. Then, uh, they cle- then they cleansed it. Then- <laughs> remember when the mass cleansing started? And it's like if you didn't have fucked your account, like eight years and yep. destroyed it yep. yeah and it just so completely wiped times. everything and then uh mac was like giving them shit for going like oh you guys are a bunch of losers or whatever and they're like well you're drinking a beer at eight in the morning <laughs> yeah. sorry there's a gnat right there that's not, that's, not, that's not a fucking gnat that's a goddamn fly <laughs> that's a fat boy flying around i know i'm why. just waiting for you to fucking karate kid that shit <laughs> but, uh, but no this is they make such a good pair though like comedic wise 
But yeah, they find out uh, that, uh, what's the guy's name? Bruce. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, Bruce wound up getting an inheritance, and that's why uh, Ann Archer uh, kind of falls back in love with him again. Mm-hmm. And then Dennis and Dee kind of like, oh, this is the nice dad. This is the dad we've always wanted. Mm-hmm. They're doing like fundraisers, you know, for kids and stuff like that. Meanwhile, Frank's trying to get uh, Mac and Charlie to fucking uh, sabotage him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and get uh, get all his money back from him. It's like, you're going to give him, uh, you're going to take my family from me? Fuck you, yada, yada, yada. And then uh, they send Mac, he sends Mac and Charlie to uh, one of his fundraisers. <laughs> Mac and Charlie are like in us or in hoods and like black clothes or whatever, mm-hmm. and they uh, try to jump him. They act like they're gonna jump in. Mac bails immediately. Mm-hmm. Charlie's just like eh, just freezes, and he's like, eh, eh, eh. and Bruce is like, "Oh, you're so sweet." <laughs> yeah, no, and they wind up fucking him or trying to screw him hard. Come next season, yeah. yeah then it ends with uh, Ann Archer, uh, Dennis, and D you know, going mm-hmm. to a hospital with uh, Bruce, and uh, you know, it looks like it's gonna be a fun family get together. And then Bruce is like, "Here, put these on," and it's the uh, Robin Williams, uh, Patch Adams, you yes. know, uh, clown noses, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh." <laughs> It's, it's, it's kind of cold in here. You know this room's full of diseases? <laughs> I mean, this, these, these kids are going to die anyway. It's quickly just trying to just be like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. You guys hungry? <laughs> I am starving. <laughs> just going right back to just that entire gang are just the biggest pieces of shit ever. <laughs> yeah. It never ends well for anybody. No. No. But I think that's part of the reason why... We like this show. There are like we as the collective of they've mm-hmm. got so many seasons under the belt. They they have to have successful show, and I think it's because most of the time the good guys usually win. You know, there's always some good little wrap up. Most of the time in these episodes, there's not a satisfying quote unquote satisfying ending. I think this is like uh you know when post Seinfeld where like uh you know most TV sh- series like you have likable characters. You know, you want to you want to root for the characters, and I think uh, after in a world post Seinfeld where you like get a kind of a realistic take on you know human behavior and how unlikable you know human beings in general can be there have been a lot more series that have done that take since well it's not only that but I I think people forget slash underestimate how much you know 9-11 even changed media Mm -hmm. and the way people consume stuff and with this only being five years not even five years after the fact I think people are still kind of looking at that gritty side of life yeah and kind of looking for that even in media they weren't looking for the glitz and glamour of the you know the nice you know suburban home family anymore they were kind of looking for a little bit more of that real and i think this just kind of came at that perfect time oh yeah i think you're right enough time for the for enough time for things to heal a little bit but then still fresh enough to where people are still feeling the rawness and the realness of the world yeah well you're still working on like the second term of a president Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. you're dealing with the backlash of a patriot act yeah you you know you can make fun of yourself now you know now yeah you you can make fun of yourself now and it works so well Mm -hmm. um and you're right. It does. It does change a lot, and a lot of companies, a lot of comedies have changed. Until if you think about it, this is around the time. It's a few years before Parks and Rec and The mm-hmm. Office, American version, and that kind of weird like clash documentary comedy started. Like I know um, what you mean. Yeah, the interview style. Modern Family is like yeah, because yeah. they cut away to like just the like. Let me tell you something real quick. Yeah. I remember and, you and the Muppets did a joke on that where it's like, oh, we're doing interview style. No, that's just cheap jokes. <laughs> yeah, but like, that's when that whole scene started. I think it's because a lot of, uh, 
a lot of realism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot of more dynamism yeah you know from outside perspective and it's like even though no one could really get away with even a quarter of the shit this gang gets away with and no. still be walking the streets and there's still a bit of like dramatized realism that we haven't seen in media like that i don't I think, think i think what it does was if you watch the show long enough it's not very steady camera wise. It's very real. It's like yeah. it's filming it on the spot because it doesn't change. Even, like the fil- even the film quality is a little bit uh, grainy. Yeah. It, yeah. it takes a good bit of seasons for them to update cameras, but even then they update the cameras, but they don't change the shooting style. Yeah, it's still shaky, you know. And that's that's one of those things where, like, if you incorporate that in it, you save so much money on stabilizers and stuff like that. And the camera work is shoddy. But in a good way. Yeah, it kind of puts you there. It almost feels like the home movie vibe of you're just mm-hmm. watching the third, you know, the fly on the wall, watching this debauchery it, it go feels down. Like I'm watching my friends make a show. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's what's great about and it. And the best shows I've seen do that. That shaky zoom in, zoom out. Uh, you know, like frame adjusting. There's no like close ups on anybody. It's all mm-hmm. just shaky. Yep. Wide out. Another show that did this fucking trailer park boys yeah trailer park boys but trailer park boys did something really weird that i love is if you watch it long enough uh every now and then you'll see like someone's face blurred out and then the next scene they'll be like smoking and telling you something without their face blurred out yeah or you'll see a, a sign blurred out which is obviously a fucking stop sign and like, why they blurring that out because like, they have that. a budget to do it like is that show still running yeah i think so god that still might be the, movies and shit that might be the longest running series in canada yeah in canada <laughs> letter kenny it's kicking its ass right now. Yeah, I can imagine. I still have not been able to get into Letterkenny. It's a hard show to get into. I like Canadian humor, though. Yeah. There, theirs is just about Hicks. Like, yeah. the, the small town vibe of it. And plus, it's fast. Those guys are just... Bullets. Oh, yeah. Soup. It's not like uh, we're, uh, Trailer Park Boys, which is kind of has some uh, always sunny beats to it. Well, they like, I love that, that part of it. Because you know, I'm just trying to go get some darts and uh, you know trying to get a drink. And those guys are just sitting around smoking, selling vegetables, and then talking cash shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so to kind of wrap up this episode, some a little bit in, info on Trailer Park Boys. Uh, the original run was on the Showcase uh, Network from 2001 to 2008. I don't have it, that one. It doesn't say what it was syndicated on in the U.S., but then they did... I saw did, IFC for the first time. Okay, so yeah, that was probably where they were showing it, but the... Uh, from showcase rather mm-hmm. so they were licensing it from showcase and then showing it on ifc and then netflix picked it up from 2014 to 2018 with new episodes yeah and then starting in this year 2021 sewernet.com has picked them up for new episodes so the yeah. only time they were on tv was from 2001 to 2008 yeah. after that it's been all streaming services well, and then kinda, even from 2008 to 2014 they weren't doing but much. it kind of works like futurama a little bit like in syndication it's more happy it's better yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like something as roseanne you know roseanne's so much better in syndication because you know they show like 40 episodes in one day like <laughs> exactly but then there's also 10 specials so the i'm specials, pretty sure they did the a movie, few specials in between uh, i saw one movie where they're in prison, which is hilarious. But other than that, I didn't watch all the movies. Yeah, yeah. I didn't either. It's like I kind of got burned down on Trailer Park Boys after about you know. And you know, I will say something about, uh, all, like all those other shows I mentioned have ended. The Office, Parks and Rec, you know, the, all these shows have ended permanently, uh, with maybe a callback here and there. Modern Family is still going, I think, but the kids are aging out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, they're almost thirty. <laughs> yeah. But like, other than that. 
this show hasn't done that one thing that ruins shows to get them canceled. They haven't jumped the shark yet. There's no episode or season that goes too over the top and unbelievable. Oh, shit. Actually, uh, Modern Family uh, ran from 2009 to 2020. They just wrapped up. Mm. Damn. Uh, I never watched it, but I knew... I watched a couple seasons. It was funny. Was, yeah, Al, hilarious. Al Bunny and uh, yeah, there's no way Al Bunny married uh, Superior. Oh my god, he married yeah. Kate Segal. <laughs> yeah, I just went to the Wikipedia page. They've got the fucking family tree on there. That's mm-hmm. weird. It's very important. <laughs> That's what it's, it's the mainstay of the show, so you know who who's who. Yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, season two of Always Sunny. Where does that kind of lie for you guys in um, the seasons that we remember at least off the top of our heads? Out of out of the ones I remember, it's probably number one. Really, I guess season one's really good. It's establishing, but mm-hmm. all these other characters we get yeah. is so much better. Yeah, it's I way better than season one because it's like a, the next step. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. This is it's a, our face too. Yeah, <laughs> this is this. I think they honestly, I think they keep getting better mm-hmm. as each season goes. Like, I think season three is better than season two, but I think season two is better than one. So I think they just kind of keep getting better. And I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think. I'm kind of like scrolling just the random um, uh, seasons right now. I'm thinking either either season four or five is actually my favorite seasons. Yeah. Oh, that that they're more. You know, when we get to that part, you get more established. Yeah, but then it's like, but the uh, the writing on those were really good. It was a mm-hmm. lot of twists and turns. It's like by this point, the fan base kind of knew the rhythm of the show, so they were trying to change it up a little bit. It's kind of like Risky Me, like where yeah. they kept, kept fucking switch around on women, they trying to go back to. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, seriously, that's what my favorite seasons of Rescue Me are like. Seasons three and four is because mm-hmm. they've already had those first two seasons to really establish characters. Mm-hmm. Now we can just let them run wild. Get to have some fun with them. Yeah. What's weird is going back and watching the first seasons of shows you really like. You're like, man, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, but but it's also interesting, though, because those are also the seasons that got you hooked. Uh-huh. And it just goes to show how good the series is, is if you go back to watch season one and go, oh, man. How different it is. It gets is. better than this. I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like Family Guy, the, car, the animation gets so much better. The voices are a little bit more developed. Yeah. And they change up people, you know. It's no longer, you know. This guy, uh, like, like it was Seth MacFarlane, it wasn't his wife doing Meg, now it's Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the only funny part of that whole uh, that whole uh, special, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Ooh, actually, that would be a good Couch Potatoes uh, review of the three uh, uh, Family Guy Star Wars episodes. Yeah. But on that note, this has been another episode of the Couch Brotatoes. I'm Alex. This has been Cap. And Morrison, do you have any sort of final thoughts for us? Run for public office, start a religion, and don't pay taxes. Jesus pay the mortgage. (laughs) Just squeeze as much money you can out of your state government because it's going to go wasted to like cops and like food kitchens and shit. So just get as much money as you can, build a bunker, start a religion. Be so much happier. And buy Bitcoin. No, I don't know. That's fake currency. I trust God with my money.